Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. This is your host, Light, the Light-Fingered Thief. And here I'm joined by Logar. I am Logar, the Barbarian. I am Logar, the, the World Builder. You're Logar, the, wor- the, the World Builder? Or world the Conqueror? World, world well, Creator? I, I created the world. You in created one the world night. So, in one about, night. So. In about an hour and a half. <laughs> so technically, you're Logar, the World Creator and God of this new world that you created. Well, I can't take all my pantheon of players joined in so so how many players did you have in that last night for this one? Oh, did we have seven or eight i think we had we had seven or eight i i tried to do the count and i screwed it up in my head earlier and i and i don't want to say i think we had eight total so we had and in fact i can tell you that just by our characters how many we had because we had two clerics yeah two clerics two wizards a bard and a thief right a bard a thief and we're missing in a monk so that's oh, seven monk. Okay. That's seven, not eight. So I'm number eight. Then I didn't make a character. <laughs> no, you were the uh, dungeon or castle keeper, game master. Not a fighter in the midst. The the clerics are probably going to be most of the fighters. The clerics and possibly the monk. I don't think the bards. The, the bard is is uh, is played by Sean, and his name is Jerry, and uh, he's an old old guy with a big gray beard. <laughs> Okay, so he's probably not going to be like a combat bard. He's going to be more of a <laughs> inspirational bard versus he a combat plays, bard. Yeah, he plays a uh, jam tunes. Is that with jam band tunes? Walking around with his his little <laughs> instrument. So, aside from the characters, uh, we we did this. If you go back and you look, your high gal was on here, and we did a world building thing on the on the program on the I guess podcast earlier, about a month or so ago. I want to say where we made our own world together. And I said, I wanted to do this because I want to try this with my game group when we when we kickstart this new CNC campaign. So we're going to be playing Castles and Crusades. I gave my players some choices. And and they're going to um they're going to the rope they rolled up their character. So our the idea was we're going to make a world together, collaboratively world build and then roll up our characters. Now so you did the world first. Yeah, we did second. the world first. And I learned a few things. I'd like to do this again in a future campaign. And I took some notes. I think I saw some areas where I fell short, where I could have expanded on it and done a little bit better. Like leaving So it. why don't you tell the listeners then for this particular build, what did you do that was different from what you had wrote up with your high earlier? Well, the biggest thing we did was that was different was I took these two big old pieces of poster board and I kind of sketched out big hexes because i had these i had these big hex cards they're like note cards they're shaped like hexes and i sketched it out on two pieces of poster board and i gave everybody a card and said make something for the world and i had them go at it making rivers and mountains on the poster board so each person had their own hex card that they would then place on the larger poster board Mm-hmm. That was from what I saw when I was at your house yesterday. It looked like it was too too wide. <laughs> Poster board, maybe like probably about six feet long, maybe. Yeah, this think? is too wide. It's not six feet, uh, but I have two more to add to it when need be. So it, it's it's uh one two three, at least it might be four feet at the so longest. each hex that you gave the player. Each hex represented about like what five miles? Twenty five miles. Okay, twenty five miles is what I said. Twenty five miles. So they could add in whatever they wanted, right? They could put in water, desert, mountain. And they also had to collaboratively like draw out the rest of the map outside of their hex. Like, where's the river? Where's the mountains? Things like that. 
So they added all that and they kind of did it very differently than what I would have thought was going to happen. But it, it, but yeah, it was good. So we, uh, so we, we started drawing it. They all added something to it. And I asked a lot of questions about it, et cetera, et cetera. And they, everybody so got a chance to do. Each person took turn, like one person would place on a hex and then next person placed on a hex. I kind of, well, no, I just kind of told them to throw the hexes wherever they wanted to, whenever they were done. It didn't, okay. it wasn't on turn or anything like that. It was just kind of like, when you're done, you can throw it somewhere on the map wherever you want on the map that makes sense um and we asked i think we maybe drew two other hexes outside of that, that they wanted to have different things in there um like there was a, there was we built a world at first without cities and then we added two cities one is a small mining town or production town which is owned and ruled by the wealthy families essentially that have owned this area and it's in the foothills of the mountains. So they have all the iron ore and yep. then down river from that, they added a, like a, uh, a new Orleans style city is the way they described it. Kind of like a French quarter type uh, Renaissance era city is what they were going for. So we ended up with two cities in there and they all added and everybody got a no, like, well, I don't want this in the world. And we kind of did a consensus thing where people, would I, and I did a couple of votes at first, and then after that, I said, Let's do consensus. You as a group decide. So, what is uh, not going to be in this world? So, there's no's and then there's yeses that everybody added. One thing is no vampires, no spiders or arachnids, and there's no well, they said no undead, but we kind of narrowed that down to a specific type of undead by the end of it. Those are things that are not there. There's also no elves in this. So no elves, no vamps, no spider, no no giant spider monsters, I should say. Well, no spiders. Apparently, there's just no arachnids that exist in the world. Not so even small ones. The webs, the, yeah, the webs are going to have to be something that's not from spiders when we go into cobwebs. What what makes a cobweb in this world? I'm going to put cobwebs in it. <laughs> I just got to know what makes a cobweb. Silkworms. <laughs> web worms i don't know well but i started thinking because i started looking at some of the stuff um adventure wise to follow up where they left us and uh like the undead things like hard to get around with a lot of these adventures so they might not like what replaces the undead by the end of this <laughs> nope i understand but so is magic in or i'm assuming magic is in because you got clerics and wizards yeah so magic they decided that now this was the folks that were making this world and rolling up these characters they decided that there is magic but it's very wild and unpredictable and uh there's a lot of areas where magic is just like null zones where magic doesn't exist there's dead zones yeah so there is magic but it's very unpredictable where it's going to work and how it's going to work so I'm, i've been looking at how i'm going to run that in the game and i've got a few ideas so you're going to do vancian or you're going to do mana or we are doing vancian magic i'm sticking with that i'm not i'm not changing that up but there will be places where the spells may not work the same or maybe you can't cast a spell at all so there is that element now the world itself, the history of the world they came up with in that is it's, it's kind of hard to to grab it all in one quick synopsis. But a, but recorded history has only been around for the last thousand years. This world rose up out of an apocalyptic event of some sort that's unknown. But it will be in the fantasy universe, medieval style. So you're going to have swords. Yes. And stuff, but not like gunpowder or cannons or anything like that. Gunpowder wasn't really brought up much. The the combustible engines were a no. 
Uh, there's some limited steam engines. It's, they're kind of going for technology-wise Renaissance era right now. Got it. Um, but most of the, that's the most high-tech regions like a major city. Most of the places are far less advanced. Recorded history is only a thousand years since it rose up from a, a devastated nothing. So it can't be that too advanced, I don't feel. And they threw in a few things like one of them has this, uh, some of them put created this, this lore of these catacombs where there's a great, the crown of a great philosopher king who died a thousand years ago is. This crown is like some kind of great relic they're seeking. And one of them, they also threw in this uh, lore of when the, when the waters were much higher a ship vessel. It was carrying a, what is the vessel? Um, they had a vessel that was carrying great riches and the secret to immortality that has been crashed somewhere up in the mountains. So there's a boat up there. They have, they, have to, they can. So is this going to be like a uh, West Marchers type of questing or it's very uh, well right now? It's just kind of a, a, a sandbox hex crawl. We're going from hex to hex. So before we left and we finished up, I told the players, you know, we have to, I, ha I need you all to start this game by telling me where you're at on this and what your plans are. Like right. fleshed out the world. Are they going to start in the city or are they going to start? in a tavern you know well the last like 15 to 30 minutes we did kind of do a mini session where they were at essentially a hostel together discussing where they were going so they are heading south into the marshes and swamps because the way we're running this is gold for xp and you have to get you have to get uh someone to train you in your class as of a higher level before you can level up so the magic users thought there was a possibility that there might be some other wizards down in that swamp area because of some of the stuff they heard about it. So we're starting in the swamps. <laughs> I started looking for swamp adventures. So how much time did you spend in the world building before you got into the other activities, just on the world building portion of it, which is the hex mapping and drawing up stuff? So we got together at six and we ate. We had a big old burrito and taco buffet. And that went longer than I wanted. I went downstairs at 710. I was like, I wanted to start at seven, 710. And people got down. So probably 715 is when we got going. By the time I broke from the world building, I felt we could have done a lot more world building with it. I had a lot more questions to ask, but those are things I'm going to fill in as a DM. I got to figure a way to focus it and move on and get a few other answers done quicker next time I try this. So how much time did you spend doing the world building? Like About an hour and a half. An hour and a half, okay. Maybe a little more, less than two hours, about an hour and a half. We spent the last hour or so, because we closed at 10, we spent the last hour or so rolling up the characters. The characters for Castles and Crusades don't take too long. The longest part is doing your equipment and writing it down. Even if you give them an adventurer's backpack, they have to write it down. Now, Castles and Crusades, Troll Lord has little cards. Yep, that you can purchase that you can just, hey, here's the card. There's all my equipment. You don't have to worry about it. So if you want to cut off like two thirds of the character creation process, get those cards. I need to get a pack of them or two. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I have the Adventurer's Backpack as well too, but I think I have, a, I have a digital copy and I don't have a hard copy of the cards. I'm trying to think who had those cards last game that we played. It was not me. Uh, I think another one of our players had them. I do have two physical copies of the book and I have the digital copy. I had the two at the table. It was helpful to have a second one. I really wish I had a third. I think next time I make a Troll Lord purchase, I'm going to pick up a third Adventurer's backpack because those things, just if you're handing people the backpacks, it's good to have them. And 
as people were finishing, then they were grabbing the backpacks and there were a few people waiting, but overall we didn't have too much of a wait for it because everybody was working on their character and some were buying right. some extra equipment. Cause I said, everybody gets their backpack and you can spend your gold on whatever additional equipment you wanted to start with. So that's how we started the game. So a few things that we do have in this world, there is a large gaping hole in the midst of a, a uh, wilderness area that we understand exists what this gaping hole, this huge chasm in the woods, they called the world scar. Have I heard the world scar somewhere? Uh, world scar, I'm not familiar. I've heard of the world engine, but I don't think I've heard of world scar. I'm just hoping I'm not like, that we didn't get somebody yanked something from another game. I, for some reason, I was thinking maybe Pathfinder setting had something along that line, but I might be wrong. Yeah, I'm not as familiar with Pathfinder. That's not, that's not one that I've played extensively. Yeah, so we got the world scar. And I asked them what created the world scar. And here's what we got. The earth was in tumult and, and, and it cracked. God punished a city that was there. A demon climbed out of it. And that the planet is a giant egg hatching. Um, some say it's been say it's been as long as there as long as recorded history, which is only a thousand years. So <laughs> so did you follow any tables or guidelines in doing this world building? I looked at microscope and I looked at a few others and I read through them and I kind of tried to stick with just the questions instead of this rigid structure and let people just kind of freeform build and just kind of nudge them with some of the questions and, and, or, and stuff like that. So I didn't really fall any specific one. I did read through your high has got a good post about it and how to do it. I'm probably going to reread it now that I've done it and be like, Oh, in retrospect, I should have done that. So the next time I go to do this world building, it'll I, I'm excited to do it again for another campaign in the future. But right now we're going to play through this and see where this goes. I like the idea of the uh, no elves in the world because I want to do different things when it comes to like fantasy creatures like that. And now I want to do a planar type campaign, which will probably lead to this with some of the things here. You've got this great gaping area. You've also got a desert at the bottom or at the far South of this world, which what do they call the desert? Um, oh, poop. And I have to note that there's also a rainbow bridge that exists in a large magical wooded area that is difficult to reach because it's off a sheer cliff and there's a, a waterfall that leads there now the rainbow itself is a permanent fixture and they say it's a bridge so there's that so based on this session so far you mentioned that there was some stuff that you would do differently next time around so what type of stuff would you do differently next time around i think some of the questions uh, the, some of the questions i asked i would try to direct them slightly different maybe some of the instructions i would try to direct them more towards um i feel that the the social structure stuff is not as fleshed out as i wanted it to be so i would like to see some more of that social structure and for some reason when I went there with those questions there was a lot of like there was I wasn't getting as much as I was getting but I think that they gave me great stuff in other areas. I got to tell you one thing that they changed in this world that's different than every other world is the cats. I got to tell you about the cats because I'm going to have fun with the cats. So what's different with the cats in, in this universe? Cats are semi-intelligent uh, bipedal race. They're the, still the same size of a house cat, but they like to trade in baubles and shiny things. And uh, there's a problem with catnip in cat society. So there's almost like a little... Uh, social structure like like if there's a, a non-human race that exists in this world it is the cats they wear little clothes and stuff like that they have speech ability but they're not as intelligent as a human as a human being or something like that 
So the house cats is a big different. And they apparently the cats ride dogs. <laughs> That's awesome. So who came up with this uh, cat mechanic concept in the group? I don't. Uh, you know what? Somebody started with it. I can't remember who it was, but everybody jumped in on it real quick and started throwing stuff in there. I don't remember the initial seed for the cats being uh, semi-intelligent and bipedal and walking around so that the, like regular house cats don't exist. This is the cats in the world. I, I like it. What I've decided is I'm just going to reskin goblins and make this a goblin free world mostly and, and use the goblin stats as cats. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be fun. I, I, I was just curious because I know several of, of your party members, obviously from previous gaming. So I was just curious who had come up with the cats and yeah, and, and I, such. I don't remember it, it may have been, it may have been Justin it may have been David. I don't recall who came up with it. I think it was one of them too, but I know that the, both of them were pretty into it. It might've been Justin, but I'm not hundred percent certain. <laughs> nope. It sounds like a creative use in terms of having, like you said, subtracting some races like the elves, but then adding some races like a semi-intelligent bipedal uh, cat. So yeah, I like the cat. Well, that's about all we have time for today. We're coming up on it. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, please. Share on social media with others. Give us a positive review wherever you're listening. And those of you that have, thank you so much. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at Logar Hale Crom. And we're on Patreon. We could really use the support. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling. Yes, yes. Roll them for whatever roads you're playing in.